Yes, y'all can go ahead and be seated. Um, there was uh, there was a, a little something, and just kind of in the flow of worship, there's there's a little surprise, and we'll learn more about ladybugs as we go. But there's a little surprise under three chairs. There's a ladybug. So if you want to just kind of feel under or peek under your chair and we'll see who who has the little ladybugs oh here we have one yes yeah <laughs> oh we have no no that's somebody's name tag under there oh here's two ladybugs Wonderful. Just a little treat for you. Who else had it? Here we go. There you go. Wonderful. Isn't that fun? So y'all had the three bugged chairs in the room. <laughs> well, it is so good to have you all here and have you with us. Um, uh, we have a real treat. Um, over the last, well, my husband and I, We've been married. We just celebrated our 30th anniversary this August. Yeah, praise God. And you will learn as you, as in Titus, it, it wasn't all peachy keen <laughs> because God has helped me grow. <laughs> married an amazing man, but he's had a lot of growth in me. Um, anyhow, I asked him if he would come, since he has shepherded my heart over all of these years, I asked if he would come and just speak a word of encouragement to you ladies and to, um, to pray over you, just pray a blessing over you. So anyhow, he, he said he would. He got off work in time. And this is my husband, Denny Hawk. Thank you. I think, is that on? Yeah, we're good. Well, it's a, there we go. It's a privilege to be here with you all tonight. Uh, it really is. Um, I have had the wonderful privilege as Robin, uh, Christine, I, I, well, well, she'll figure this out. Uh, I've had the wonderful privilege over probably at least the last 15 years. Every year she does, she's done one to two women's groups in our homes or a home of another woman or something. And I've had the privilege to pray over many of her groups. I've seen the fruit of what has happened in women's lives, of First, my wife coming to an understanding of God's design in her own life, but being able to share and impart that with others. And so it's a privilege to, to be here with you all. i got to ask, how many of you have left young children home with your husbands tonight? Do you realize there's a Broncos football game tonight? <laughs> Daddy, can we give Fluffy a bath? Sure, kids, just be quiet. <laughs> No, we we will we will we will pray for your husbands. I just want to I want to make a quick comment. God is doing something wonderful in this church as a whole. Uh, for all of you who had anybody that went to the men's retreat this last weekend, uh, God did some awesome things, and I I want to thank you, women, for all of the prayer, the support. I mean, I saw guys, tears coming in their eyes when we walked into that uh, pavilion 
and saw you ladies lined up on both sides. And that doesn't happen a lot for men. And so I want to thank you for that. I want to encourage you that your prayers are powerful and effective. You know, there's something about us men. We've got to get it from God. You know what we need, okay? I I mean, okay? But the way to get it to us isn't telling us. It's by you going to God. And then God tells us, and when it becomes real to us and we hear from God, we'll come to you like a bolt of light. Honey, God just spoke to me. And, And it'll be that thing you've been telling us for two or three years. But when we get it from God, we really get it. And I know God is working in the hearts of the men of this church. You know, one of the sad things that I've seen happen over the years, because many of these groups have met in our home, my wife made our home a place of ministry. That is the thing I appreciated most. I mean, when we had teenagers, Friday night was pizza night, and she would make pizza, and our house would be full of our kids' friends, because that was in her heart to make our home a place of ministry. You know, I know, you know, we live in a world where, where you are challenged and pulled so many different directions. And even in the church, you know, ministry is out there. Ministry is first in your marriage and in your family and in your home. And what my wife has done in her home is just a testimony to that. And I am grateful for that. She has changed my heart, my life. She's made me a better man. But I've had the privilege of praying over the groups, as she said, and uh, inevitably, four or five weeks into the group, you know, once they break up and I can come back down in the kitchen and get something to eat or something like that, these women will pull me aside and say, you know what, I am really being blessed by what your wife's teaching, but is there anything for my husband? (laughs) Well, I just want to encourage you. God is working in the hearts of the men of this church, and it is a blessing. And it's because of your faithful prayers. And so I am excited to see what God is doing here. I'm exciting. I When Robin told me the name, and she's probably going to share about this later, but when she said shine, that just, I said, that's it. That's what God wants to do in the hearts of women. You know, you don't have to compete against all these airbrush models out there, okay? You've just got to learn how to shine from the inside out. Honestly, your husbands want that more than any airbrush beauty that's out there. They want to see your smile. They want to hear your encouragement. They want to see you shine and be beautiful in the way God made you to be. And so it is a privilege to be here tonight and to pray over this group. I am so blessed uh, to have such a wonderful wife. And uh, she won't talk a lot about herself sometimes. I, I encourage her. I said, honey, I know you want to point people to Jesus, but he's done something in you, so you share that. So, uh, <laughs> But she has been an awesome wife. She's not been perfect. I've not been perfect, you know. She has been faithful to me, patient with me, and we have grown together. And I look out here and I see a group of wonderful women and what God is wanting to do in this church, what he's wanting to strengthen in this world, because our world's falling apart. 
You know, I mean, when it comes to, you know, we're just doing away with anything that's related to masculinity, femininity, God's design. I mean, I, I heard when we were on vacation, uh, a CNN news report that I think was the University of Tennessee was going to, to do away with gender specific pronouns. No he, she, anything like that. That, that they were just going to make up words, then or something like that. Stupid, you know. Well, I can tell you, God has made us different. But that difference is to come alongside and complement each other. And the other thing I tell women when, when I, before I pray over them, I said, I want to just say this. If I were in your position, I would probably be the first one that raised my hand and cried foul because I've seen the hurt and the abuse that men have brought towards you. I have seen even the, the disdain that the church in the name of religion has put upon women. And that's not what this is about. It's about honoring and respecting God's design. And it's about men being willing to humble themselves and be sacrificial leaders. You know, when it comes down to who's more important, you know what? Biblically, men get to lead, but you know what? I contend that when it comes down to God's heart, it's for you. Because if somebody has to die from the biblical model, it's going to be me to save you, to save my wife. And that's God's design. And that's the way he sees you and the value he puts upon you. And that's why he made marriage to reflect Christ and the church. That Jesus would be the one that sacrificially laid down his life and gave himself so that he could raise up a beautiful bride. So that's what my prayer is going to be. That God is raising up in you beautiful brides that represent the church, the glorious church that uh, you were designed to be. Heavenly Father, I thank you for each woman here. I thank you for my wife, the blessing that she has been to me. I thank you, Lord, for what you're doing in these women. I thank you for by your Holy Spirit, you've, you've brought forth this name. I, I just shine. That's so awesome, God. We all want to do that. But Lord, I think this is what you're wanting to do in these women. I pray that your grace would be upon tonight's meeting, upon my wife as she leads it, upon each of these women to receive what you're wanting to do in them. Because it's not just going to be what's said from up here, but it's going to be what your Holy Spirit speaks into the hearts of each of these women here tonight that will minister to them and encourage them and allow them to take something home that fills their households with life that fills their marriages with hope, that helps them to raise up young children and men and women to be destined for the purposes that God has blessed them with, Lord. I thank you for doing all of these things. I pray for the marriages that are represented here. I pray that you'll strengthen them. I pray that they'll be understanding to come to these households of your purpose and your design that the men will be men of God and the women will be beautiful women of God. Lord, for those who aren't married yet, but that they have that hope that you have somebody for them, I pray for them 
that they will first and foremost keep their eyes fixed on you because marriage isn't the answer to everything, Lord. Even in that, we always have to look to you. But I pray that you will grant them the desires of their heart and that you will raise up godly men for them as you are bringing them into the relationships you're calling them to. I thank you for doing all of these things and for blessing this evening and for blessing this study and for blessing this church and what you're doing in the men and women of this church. We pray that you would uphold it and continue to do it, Lord. And it would be for your glory and that truly we would reflect what you have destined for your church, Lord, to the people that attend here, to our city, that we would be a bright and a shining light. I pray for our pastor, Stephen Liz, that you'll grant them rest, that you will continue to give them grace for leading this church and for the model that they have set and what they desire to raise up in this church. Bless them for that. I thank you for all of these things in Jesus' powerful name. Amen. He truly has shepherded my heart over the years, and it has been such a blessing. He's, um, even when he was younger, um, in high school and stuff, he had such a heart for the young women in school. And he's just, God has just put a special thing in his heart for women. And I tell him, I say, you know, I, I know I speak to women and I do women's Bible studies. But in a roundabout way, I have a men's ministry. And he shepherds that because what you do in your lives, lady, when you get God's word in your heart, you influence your husbands. And so... Together we do this. It's his heart. It's my heart. This is something we do together to share God's design for men and women and um, that the beautiful design of working together. But um, anyhow, um, I just wanted to share tonight some about, the, about the, the vision of what God has said, the naming of this group, Shine, where it came from, and um, how the Lord went about that. Um, it really... Uh, it really blessed me. I, I just I want to take a minute and pray here. Um, Lord, we just, I, I just need to pray, and we come here to worship you, Lord. We cry out to you, and we humble ourselves um, under your mighty and loving hand, Father. Would you please lead us through your word and by your spirit? Holy Spirit, we invite you here into shine. We cannot shine without you and your work within our lives. We need you. We are desperate for you, Lord, and we open our hearts and our minds and our lives and just ask that you would please come, have your way tonight, and each one, and each night as we meet, each Thursday night, we just ask for your, your hand and uh, your presence here, Lord. This is nothing without you. This is just getting together and having a good time, which is fine, but we want more than that. We're desperate for you. We need your blessing. We need your work in our lives. We are desperate for you. We desire you, Lord. We glorify you, and we lift you up. We exalt you, Lord, and we thank you for this time that you will lead, direct, and guide us. In Jesus' name, amen. Um, 
you know, not one of you is here by accident. You're here on purpose. You're here for a reason. Um, you know, I, I mean, even Allie here. Um, my granddaughter went and sat next. She was in the back of the pavilion at the men's meeting, the men's Sunday morning meeting. And um, my two-year-old granddaughter went and sat next to her. She works at Ponderosa. She served our men faithfully, heartily. She worked hard. She labored for our men. And we appreciate that, Allie. Um, but um, Avery, my little granddaughter, went and sat next to her. And, and my daughter, Christy, came over to her. And Avery said, this is my new friend, Mom. <laughs> and um, Christy got to talking to her. And um, Allie had just shared how she had seen such a difference in the men from when they first got there to when they left. And she just wanted to come and hear a little bit. The way they talked about their wives was there was something different about it. And it stirred her heart. So um, welcome. I'm so glad you came to visit us. And thank you for serving our men. The Lord really met them and you made a way. You made a place for that. Um. You know, our men, even when they get away, they need life givers with them, don't they? <laughs> they wouldn't have had much to eat. and It would have been a mess without her. <laughs> um, yeah, I want to thank you, too, for praying. I know many of you, probably all of you, have been praying for what God is going to do with the women here at the road. Um, uh, one of the things, and, uh, you know, I have notes here, and they may get shared in order or they may not, but it'll come from my heart. Uh, <laughs> uh, but one of the things is that um, that was in my heart was that women's ministry is to be a response to men's ministry. And when God put that in my heart, it just, you know, does God ever talk to you in such a way and you kind of go, huh? Huh? Well, I've never heard that before. It doesn't really make sense. But I'm seeing what he's doing. I see what he's wanting to do here. And um, even my husband said after the men's advance, he said, you know, this needed to happen first. This needed to happen before the women mobilize. <laughs> because we get together and we just know how to do this. We mobilize, we get together, we pray, we advance. But the men needed to initiate and lead in this. And I am so thankful for our pastor, for Pastor Steve, who has such a heart to ignite the men by the power of the word and the power of the spirit. It is unusual, and most of you know that, but it is not the normal church protocol anymore. But we need it desperately. Um, shine, one of the things, shine will not be the typical women's ministry that most of us have experienced and been blessed by over the years. Um, we will hear testimonies. One of the, when you come here, you will hear testimonies. That'll be one of the first things you'll hear is a testimony. Then we'll enjoy worship together and worship the Lord together. And, um, and then we will move into teaching and then we'll break up into groups so that at tables, it'll be, we'll be in here and there'll be tables and you'll have a facilitator. And um, not all of our facilitators could be here tonight, but with the facilitators that are going to be facilitators, would you put your hands up so they can see who you are? Yeah, they're around and then there's a couple that weren't able to be here tonight for, um, for health issues. But anyhow, 
these ladies have volunteered to pray for y'all and to serve you. And, and so when you come, um, you'll be connecting with one of these, these facilitators, and that will be your D group. That'll be the group you get together with, and you will bond with these ladies, and you'll bond with the ladies in your group, and you'll get to know each other in a really neat way. They'll become friends, some, some long-term friends, some short-term friends, but you'll get to know each other. So when you see each other, they'll, they'll be that openness and we'll know one another. Um, and then when we go in January, when we go to another study, we'll switch it up a little bit and we'll move around and you'll have a different facilitator and you'll get to know other women at a, at a heart level. And, um, you know, when you, when you hear somebody's story, you feel like you know them, don't you? I mean, it's when you meet somebody and you hear their name, that's one thing. But when you hear a little bit of their story, you feel like you have heart connections. And you kind of feel like you can go to war with each other. You can go to battle for one another's families. And you can, you can be there for each other. And that's my heart, is that this is a, a room filled with women. And some of us know each other and some of us don't. But as we walk together, we'll become friends. Um, I, I think this is my earring is is tapping it bothers me and i know it must bother you if it bothers me um so anyhow um i'm going to talk to you I, I am not a i am not a a um a, a speaker i'm a wife and a mom and a grandma and when Stephen liz asked me to consider being the women's director director of women's here at the road i don't even know how to say it um, <laughs> I said, you know, I, I'm really happy being Denny's wife and the mother of our four adult children and their spouses. They're all married and our five grandkids. I just love, I love the stage of life. I love that. And doing my small Bible studies, I'm really happy with that. I love that. And, um, that didn't seem to matter to them. <laughs> and so, um, anyhow, um, Denny and I took it to prayer, and we, we talked about it. Uh, Liz will be helping team teach. So when you come, some, some Thursday nights, it'll be Liz teaching. And um, I'm excited about those nights. I'm excited to hear Liz teach. I'm so thankful that we have a pastor's wife who is willing to invest into the ladies and to take the time and to give her DNA of how she sees things so that we can learn from her. And that is, that's, really, that's really a big blessing. Um, yeah, there's also, there's cards on your table, um, that we, that we have for you that you can take, take three or four of them, five of them, stick them in your wallet because you're going to find that you will be in conversation somewhere. Like I was just at the eye doctor, which some of you know, I had a, a, um, a, my, a kind of a brain shift. I was in an accident a couple of years ago and there was a, I had a midline shift and it was a, I, I didn't know I had it. It's not like my brain shifts, but the, the, how it processes. I didn't know when they first told me. I thought, did it really shift in there? You know, how does it do that? And come to find out it's how it processes. And um, I had to wear prism glasses. And um, because I would, when I would walk, I would veer to the left. And it was just messing with short-term memory. I was hitting my was So many different things. But I've, I, these are just dollar store readers. I don't have to wear the prism glasses anymore. My left eye wasn't connecting to the back of my brain, and now it is. I just went through testings on Tuesday. And so, praise God, praise God. He's, he's healing. All. So I was in the eye doctor's office, and I was just sharing what God did in the men. And, um, 
and we both were in tears of what was happening. And um, I said, she said, it sounds like such a neat church. And, and I, I, I had a card in my, in my purse, and I said, here's a card. She's moving Sunday. She's moving to California Sunday. But she said, you know, I thank you for this card. I'm going to give it to my sister because I would love for her to come and be a part of this church. So you never know. You just never know. Put them in your wallet. And I'm not saying just shove them under everybody's nose that you run into. But if the Lord leads you, you don't know where people are. If they're involved in a church, wonderful. That delights my heart. But if they're looking and they need somewhere to fellowship and to have ladies around them or a family to be a part of a church, you don't know how you can be a blessing to them. So you will be led of the Lord. If you have that available, it makes it really easy. Um, so anyhow, um, one of the other things is that um, shine will be organic in nature, like an organic garden. When you have an organic garden, it's intentional. You have your rows, you plant it out, you know what you're planting. It doesn't mean it's chaos, but there's order to it. And it's non-GMO. It's non-genetically modified. And that is my heart for you, is that that we don't get the adulterated word of God, but we get the true word of God. And this this right here, ladies, this... Get all my stuff over here out of the way. Um... This is our standard. And this is what we're going to lift up. And I dare not water it down. Because if I water it down, we will all suffer. So we will lift up God's word. We will share it truthfully, honestly, from the heart, and boldly in love. This is our standard. And I will do all I can. God bless you. I will do all I can to share Truthfully, that was one of the things that just scared the bejeebies out of me is that I would teach something that is not according to God's word. I feel very accountable for that. I can't talk on it long or I'll cry. If we, if we compromise God's word... We compromise our marriages and our families and our lives. We compromise the reflection of Christ in our lives and our families and our marriages. And if we're going to walk in the fear of the Lord, ladies, then let's link arms. Let's fall to our knees. Let's praise God. Let's lift up his word. You're not here to see me. Anna and I were talking the other day. She's going to be going and speaking to um, some ladies in prison in Kansas. Tomorrow morning, she's leaving. So if it's, if it's on your heart, pray for her. Matter of fact, Lord, we just pray. Would some of you put your arms on her, your hand? Lord, we pray for Anna. We cover her with your blood. And we pray that as she goes to share your light, your love, your truth about breaking spiritual strongholds, that you would empower her and you would strengthen her and you would go before her and stir these women's hearts to be the women that you've created them to be. They may be behind bars, but Lord, sometimes we are behind invisible bars. We can relate to those women there. We all know what it's like to be in bondage. And we pray for the power of your Holy Spirit to come on Anna, for her to be able to share from her, her heart and your word by the power of your Holy Spirit to break the bondages. We bless those ladies and we ask that they would be set free in their hearts and in their minds to see that you love them 
and you forgive them and you have paid the price for them to be set free and that they would understand the authority that you've given them as they receive you as Savior and Lord to take authority over the demonic cohorts that have driven their lives. Thank you for Anna's obedience. Bless her. Watch over and protect her in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. But we were talking and I said, you know, they're not coming to see Anna. They're not coming to see Christine. They're coming to find Jesus. That's why you're here. You're here to find Jesus. That's why we come to church on Saturday nights. We want more of Jesus. We love connecting. We need the body. We need Jesus with flesh on. That's what y'all are. You know, that's what you are to me. You're Jesus with flesh on. We need that. But um, I know y'all are here seeking more of the Lord for you to take the time to come, for you to lay down the things, to take the energy and the effort to be here, that you're hungry for the Lord. And that is my prayer, is the Holy Spirit will meet you here when you come. Um, you know, as you're leaving your home to come to shine, it is an investment. Whether you're married or single, it doesn't matter. And I, here's something the Lord has had in my heart for the last several years. The home is the most important mission field on this earth. God gave us the home before he gave us the church. And I want to encourage you, this is an investment for you to come here. But don't ever put this before your family. Come here so that you can invest back into your family. This isn't getting away from your family or getting away from things at home. We love being at home. Our homes are a blessing. But you're coming here to be refreshed and ministered to and strengthened and binding together with these other like hearts for the Lord so that you can go back in to your marriage and your family and be a blessing there. Does that make sense? Um, we will lift up and accentuate what the Lord does. So if he lifts up and accentuates certain things in the word, that's what we're going to lift up and accentuate. My dad used to say, focus, let's see, um, Eliminate the negatives. Let's see. What's that old song? I just went blank. Accentuate the positives. Eliminate the negatives. And don't mess with Mr. In-Between. <laughs> tomato, tomato, potato, patata. He used to sing it. He has a great voice. But really, we're going to accentuate what the Lord does. And that's going to be our focus is what he accentuates. Um, this is our owner's manual. Right? Would you dare take the owner's manual out of your VW and try to do something on your husband's truck? They just don't match. You know, you take the owner's manual from the VW and the owner's manual from the, the Dodge pickup truck and you use that owner's manual for that vehicle. This is your own owner's manual for your vehicle, for who you are. And how um, this, is, this is our owner's manual and we're going to learn from it. Um, uh, how many of you, well, we've kind of talked about it. Well, Denny really covered it, you know, about how many of you had men at the retreat. And um, your prayers, I just want to thank you again for the 24-7 prayer that went up, ladies. It made a huge difference. Uh, your prayers are powerful and influential. Over the last 16 years, I have experienced God working in my life and many others, as Denny was talking about um, I took a course called The Five Aspects of Woman, and it, it was the third most pivotal thing in my life, receiving Christ, getting married and having a family, 
and then taking that. It changed how I saw God. It changed how I saw myself. It changed how I saw my husband. It changed how I saw my children. And it changed how I saw women. As I shared before, I didn't care to be a part of women's groups. I didn't want to be go to the women's things. They were too foofy for me. It just wasn't me. I was a tomboy. I beat boys up in elementary school. And so I just laugh that I'm up here. It just, to me, it's the joke of the year, you know. But what God can do in a heart when we understand his design. And um, one of the things I want to encourage you is what Denny was talking about is you have no idea how you influence your husbands, your fathers, the men in your life. I don't think, I don't realize it. But I know it's true. God has given us so much power to influence them. How are we going to use it? That's between you and the Lord. How are you going to use that power that God's given you to influence in your marriage with the men in your life? Um, I conveyed to Stephen Liz that I, well, yeah, see, I'm jumping all around here. I've already covered that part. Um, so after submitting to the Lord and praying, um, Denny and I really prayed about it. And um, after I repented of the fear of um, being up in front of ladies I, and the inconvenience of how it might affect my family life and my, my, t- my time, the Lord really put a peace in our heart. And any time I thought about not being here, I really felt that I would be in disobedience to the Lord. And so I pray that y'all will hear the Lord, that you'll seek the Lord, and that you will have the courage to embrace what he's calling you to, what he's calling you to do. Anna and I were talking about how we're both being stretched. You know, this isn't comfortable. It's not convenient. But you know, the Lord doesn't always call us to be comfortable and for it to be convenient. Um, You know... Denny and I were talking, and, and um, he says, Honey, you're not, you're, you're not a public speaker. I said, You got that right. <laughs> so if any of you are here and you're wanting a polished speaking engagement every Thursday night, this is not for you. I just want you to know. <laughs> um, you're my friends. Some of you I know, and some of you I will get to know. But we're going to talk at a friend level. We're going to be honest and open. I want you to come as you are. You don't have to dress up. You don't have to change to come. I want you to come just how you are because that's how the Lord receives us is just how we are. Um, I, I, don't, I, I'm not, I don't care for pretense. I want to know who you are. and I don't want any facades. I don't want you to feel like that you have to be something to come and be a part of a women's ministry. Come as you are. We love you just as you are. You're, you love me just as I am, I hope. <laughs> um, and we're, we're going to grow together. That's what this is about. It's about growing together. Um, you know, it was the end of May. So I heard, I heard nothing specifically related to shine from the end of May to July 10th. And um, I prayed and the Lord did some neat things in me. And he taught me some things in the word. But I heard nothing and I felt this pressure. I need to be planning. I need to be doing. I need to... You know, I need to get my ducks in a row. 
all of them, you know, and, but I couldn't find my ducks to get them in a row, you know, and it's like, Lord. And, um, and then on July 10th, um, I was, oh, Denny took me to an all-inclusive, well, we both went, he didn't just, yeah, we both went for, to celebrate our 30th anniversary, and so, you know, you don't want to show up pasty white, so I wanted to get a little bit of sun, and um, this one morning, I was going to go out and lay out for a little bit, and a little bit later, but the Lord impressed my heart to go out now. It's like, well, it's not quite warm enough, Lord. <laughs> I, it's shady. <laughs> um, and go now. So I went then. And it was the coolest tanning session I think I've had. <laughs> but it really ended up being very cool because um, I was listening, the PB&J, I was listening to, uh, to Genesis 41. And verse 16 I was listening, and it's where, it's where, um, you know, Daniel, I mean, um, where uh, Joseph, he goes, and he's asking, he's asking him to, um, to interpret his dream, and Joseph says, he calls him out, and he says, I hear you can interpret my dream, and Joseph says, I cannot, but God can, and he will comfort you and tell you what you need to know. That lady set my heart at peace. I cannot tell you what you need to know, but God can. And he will comfort you. And he will lead you. Um, And then in verse 51, it's where Joseph names his first son Manasseh. And that means forgetting the pain, forgetting my father's house. And then his next son, he names Ephraim in in verse 52. And that means fruitful in the land of my sorrow, in the land of my sufferings. Ladies, what the Lord ministered to me, and I believe he's wanting to minister to you, is we have to forgive the wounds and the pain and the things that our parents did when we were little. They did the best they could. People in our lives that wounded us, siblings or others, We all have wounds. Forgive. Lay that sorrow down. Release it. Because without releasing it, we cannot have fruitfulness in the land of our sorrow. Yes, there's grief. Yes, there's sorrow. But when you release it, God can take it and make it fruitful. And that's my prayer for you, is that you will be able to trust the Lord enough to forgive and release so that you can step into that land of sorrow, boldly step into it, proclaiming the truth of God, walking in the authority that God and the freedom that God has given you to bring forth that fruitfulness that he has for you and to not be afraid of that. Um, So I, I laid there and I thought about that. It really blessed me. And, um, You know, we all deal with rejection. We all deal with different things from our past. My dad didn't want me. My dad didn't want another mouth to feed. He didn't know me, but he didn't want another mouth to feed. And my mom had had aborted a child, a baby before me and one after me. And the morning that she was, that day she was going to go and abort me too. But that morning she was laying in bed and she said, she said, 
I don't know if it was audible or not. It was just so loud within me. God said, this child is mine. And she didn't. She didn't get that abortion. And then there was things that my, the two siblings above me, they said, you know, you're, you're adopted. They, ta- they convinced me that I was adopted because I was the only one that I had really blonde hair. It was almost this blonde and blue eyes and nobody else did. Well, you're adopted because your real mom and dad don't love you. And, you know, kids do that, don't they? You know, maybe if you're an older sibling, you may have done it to one of your younger siblings. You know, repent. <laughs> repent. I forgive you. <laughs> But here's the thing. I believed the lie. I believed it, that my parents didn't really love me. And so that root of rejection started in very early, even before I was born. It started in there. And then I come. We, we have to allow the Lord to work and heal our hearts. That's not true. We need to see what the truth is. The truth is I'm loved. The truth is My heavenly father wanted me. The truth is, out of the six kids, I'm the baby of six. I'm my dad's favorite. You know? I mean, with my mom and my dad both. But you see, he didn't know me then. It was, he, he didn't know. And I forgive him for that. But we all have these places in our lives where we just think we can't do it. We can't feed another mouth. We can't go another step. We can't do another thing. But God. And if we will just trust God with that. Um, and if, if you weren't here Saturday night to hear Eileen Marks, I really encourage you to go on the road website and listen to that talk. It was a very powerful talk. It was a very good talk. I encourage you to listen to that. Um, yeah. So in order to be fruitful in the land of our suffering, has anybody here had suffering? Yeah, we've all had it. In order to be fruitful in that, we need to forgive that. We need to take on God's forgiveness for us and see that we are cherished. You are beloved. God loves you. He cares about you. Don't believe the lie that the accuser of the brethren wants you to believe. It's not true. God's word tells us that he died to show you how much he loved you and to set you free. Um, so after meditating on that, um, I just felt impressed to listen to a talk. I didn't know which one. I went to my phone. I was going to go to, uh, focus on the family and I ended up going to family life today. My finger just kind of went bloop. And I thought, oh, I'm here. I'll just listen to family life today. And I thought, what do I want to listen to? I went to the archives and I want, I want to listen to June 29th. I want to hear what they had to say on June 29th because on 26th, was the Supreme Court ruling for gay marriage. I wanted to hear what their thoughts were. And I went there. And Dennis Rainey opened with Isaiah 59, 12 to 15. And it says, For our offenses are many in your sight, and our sins testify against us. Our offenses are ever with us, and we acknowledge our iniquities, rebellion and treachery against the Lord turning our backs on our God, fomenting oppression and revolt, uttering lies our hearts have conceived, so justice is driven back, and righteousness stands at a distance. Truth has stumbled in the streets. 
Honesty cannot enter. Truth is nowhere to be found. And whoever shuns evil becomes a prey. The Lord looked and was displeased that there was no justice. And that just gripped my heart. This is where we are in America today, isn't it? Doesn't that reflect where we are? And it just it gripped my heart. And I, it, it, um, I just began to think about it and meditate on it. I wanted to go inside. And um, I wanted to go inside and journal. And so I, I got up. I stood up. And I felt this impression from the Lord that said, sit down. And I kind of did one of these, like, kind of like being in the principal's office, like, <laughs> why am I here? And so I sat down, and I said, what do, you, what do you want to say, Lord? And he just said, lay back. So I laid back, and I just laid there. And the sun is shining, and I'm laying there, and I hear the birds and the breeze. And I just begin to think about these verses and where we are, and I begin to weep over the darkness in our land, over the darkness in our homes, over the darkness in our lives and our churches. And I said, Lord, what do you want me to do? What do you want us to do? And I heard this small voice that said, shine. And I said, did you say shine? Shine. How, Lord, how do you want me? How do you want us to shine? Love, patience, kindness for those who do evil against you, who have ought against you. I said, okay, Lord. Yeah. And then I had this other sense. Lord, are you saying that you... Are you telling me that you want this to be the name of the women's group at the road? And I just sensed a yes. And I said, Lord, if this is what you're wanting to name the women's group at the road, would you please confirm it in your word? Okay. And then the other thing, for the last two years, I've, uh, I've been thinking about this thing of going by Christine. It just kind of pops up in my mind. We've gone on trips. I've been called Christine on the trips we've gone on. And it's like, huh, I really kind of like it. I didn't like it when I was in elementary school, but I, it just kind of grew on me. And then, the, and then two months before that, it just got stronger. And whenever I'd pray, I would, it would come up more. And then two weeks before July 10th, every time I'd pray, it was in my heart. It just kept coming to my mind. And it's like, well, I don't know how to do that. I've been called Robin for 53 years. And I don't, I mean, it's awkward, you know. It's awkward for me. It's awkward for you. You know, it's awkward. <laughs> uh, somebody comes up and says, oh, Robert, oh, I mean, Christine, I'm so sorry. Look, I, I write it right here sometimes to remind myself, okay? So don't feel bad. <laughs> so anyhow, um, I, I said, Lord, are you wanting me to go by Christine? Because that's my first name, Christine Robin Davis was my maiden name. And um, I said... It's just awkward, but Lord, if you're saying you want me to go by Christine, I will do that. I will obey you in that. I like the name. And I said, if if it is, would you please confirm it in your word? So I've got God a list going here, you know, of things for him to show me in the word. And so I feel released. I get up 
And when I get up, I stand up and I look down and there's a, there's a ladybug right here on my foot. How many insects are there in the world? How many insects are there in Colorado? Out of all of those insects, there was a ladybug on my foot. And one of the things, you know, about being organic, you know what the symbol for organic gardening is? Ladybug. And I just stood there and I looked down and I said, God, thank you. That was a confirmation to me because you're ladies and I'm going to bug you. <laughs> it, was, it was such a confirmation to me, but it still wasn't the word. That was a confirmation. The Lord speaks to me through nature. And um, that, was, that really spoke to my heart. And I may be way off base here time-wise. I need to check my time to see where I am. Anyhow, um, yeah. So anyhow, I, uh, I went inside, and I wanted to read for myself Isaiah 59, 12 to 7. So I read through there, and I got to the end, and the, the Bible I was reading in, the last verse was right here, verse 21, Isaiah 59, 21. And so I looked to see if there was a, a verse 22. And on that page was Isaiah 61. I didn't know what Isaiah 60 was. And it's arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. See, darkness covers the earth, and the thick darkness is over the peoples. But the Lord rises upon you, and his glory appears over you. Nations will come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your dawn. Lift up your eyes and look about you, ladies. Lift up your eyes and look about you. All assemble and come to you. Your sons come from afar and your daughters are carried on the arm. Then you will look and be radiant. Your heart will throb and swell with joy. The wealth on the seas will be brought to you. To you the riches of the nations will come. The Lord is wanting his bride to arise and shine. Not in your own strength. Not with your own works, but to shine. Allow him to set you free and allow him to shine through you, through me. This is what he's calling us to. Um, uh, then I read through that. I've kept, I felt impressed to keep reading. 61, uh, which the Lord ministered to the women last Saturday night through Isaiah 61. And then 62. I didn't know what was in Isaiah 62. I didn't have a clue. I'm sh I've read it because I've read the Bible time and again. But for Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Jerusalem's sake, I will not remain quiet till her righteousness shines out like the dawn, her salvation like a blazing torch. The nations will see your righteousness and all kings your glory. You will be called by a new name. This is where God renews his covenant with Zion, with Jerusalem. Okay, God is wanting to renew his covenant with each one of us to keep it fresh, ladies. You will be a crown of splendor in the Lord's hand, a royal diadem in the hand of your God. No longer will they call you deserted or name you name your land desolate, but you will be called Hephzibah. For the Lord will take delight in you and your land will be married. As a young man marries a maiden, so will your sons marry you. As a bridegroom rejoices over his bride, 
so will your God rejoice over you. God is rejoicing over you, ladies. He loves you, and he wants you to be free. He wants us to be free daily, not every once in a while, to walk in that and to truly shine. Um, so in order to truly shine, we have to go back to Isaiah 58. And this Isaiah 58 is where it's about the true fast. It's not about the pretenses. It's not about putting on the religious show, ladies. It's about allowing God to rend our hearts and to show us our areas of fallenness, our areas of sin. And if we want to be free and we want to shine, that's where we have to start. We can't shine without allowing our hearts to be free of our sins daily. I fall on my knees first thing in the morning, unless I have to go to the bathroom first. I'm on my knees asking God to forgive me of my sins, asking God to help me be the woman of God he's called and created me to be. We can't do it in our own strength, and we can't do it with sin attached to our lives. So this is the true fast. And, um, yeah, well, there's so many things. But um, anyhow... It's about identifying and confessing our sin and and rebellion to the Lord. This is how the Lord is calling us to shine. Without the Lord working Isaiah 58 in our lives, he can't work through us to shine to those around us. So, um, Anna, would you mind coming up and helping me with this illustration? We talked about it before. Um, And uh, we were... We were talking, and I just the Lord gave me this illustration, and I just I think it might it might show us. So you can just go ahead and take that off and show them um, what's what's under. Has anybody noticed there's a towel up here? Have you wondered what was under it? <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're not giving birth. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, yeah, just take that off. Yeah, there you go. Um, this is a, a, a teapot, right? Um, how do we know that it's real silver? Can you, can everybody see it? Can you hold it up and let it so everybody can see it? That's right. It's tarnished. That's how we know if it's not real silver, it's not going to tarnish, right? Um, so how can we identify with this teapot in our own lives? You're that's right. You're, we're beautiful vessels. And we're, whose image are we created in? You're the real deal. You're authentic. You're sterling silver, ladies. And just being in this world, this sits on the sideboard in my dining room. Nothing touches it. But just being there, it gets tarnished. Being in this world, we get tarnished. It's just here. It's around us. Um, you can go ahead and just start shining this up, um, getting rid of, you know, so do you think this is going to help it be more beautiful to get the tarnish off? Yeah. Just as we know this is sterling silver because it's tarnished, it's the same because we're created in his image. Is there any other physical being that bears the image and likeness of God? You're the only one. You're the only you as a human being 
bear the image of God. And um, does any other physical being carry guilt and shame like we do? No. I mean, our dogs, you know, sometimes if they do something on the carpet, they'll, they'll give you the look and put their tail down. But they get in the other room and they're fine. You know, they don't carry that guilt with them. <laughs> you know, um, so there's nothing that carries that tarnish like we as humans and specifically women. You know, there's something about us that just, you know, if something happens to our children, I'm a terrible mother. If I would have only done this or that, my child wouldn't have happened. It's all my fault. I mean, I don't know. Did anybody else feel that? Maybe not that dramatic, but, you know, I mean, Denny says, well, you know, if there's this, that, and there, he has more logical insights to it. But, it, no, it's me. I screwed up as a mom, you know. <laughs> um, why? You know, no others are created in the image of God. Um, do you ever see in others' lives things that if they would change this or if they wouldn't do that that their lives would just be more brilliant sometimes it's easier to see in somebody else's life you know my husband or my kids or you know my friends or whatever but what about our own lives what areas in our life is God saying honey I love you and would you allow me to would you trust being in my hands to get this tarnish off of your life so that you can shine. And here's the thing. It's not just so you look good, but it's so that you can have joy and peace and freedom. It's not about the shining that we're after. It's about the joy, the peace, and the freedom. And the shining is a result of. Do you see? We live in a world that's about image. And we're not about image here. We're about the heart. That gentle and quiet spirit. What's God speaking to our heart? Um, so, um, in order to, to really push back the darkness in our lives, in our homes, in our cities. Um, how do you, when you come into a room, say you walked into this room, how would you drive the darkness out? You say, go away. Get out of here, darkness. Be gone, darkness. What do you do? You smile. <laughs> you just flip the light on. The smile is like flipping the light on. Yeah, we turn the light on. And so I just want to take a little time here and let's turn the light on. Let's allow the Holy Spirit to come in and turn the light on in our hearts and let him drive the darkness out. We don't drive the darkness out, ladies. We just turn on the light. Jesus, and he drives it out. We walk in the authority of his word, of his truth, and that drives the darkness out of our lives. It drives the darkness out of our marriages. It drives the darkness out of our homes. This is what drives the darkness out. It's Jesus Christ and him crucified and allowing that to be in our lives. You're doing a beautiful job. This is your first time. I'm, I'm a 21st century... <laughs> <laughs> I usually do. <laughs> this isn't usually one of my chores at home. <laughs> um, That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shh. No, don't tell. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's what I want to do is take a few minutes, and uh, I want you to really just 
Ask the Lord to show you any areas tarnished in your life right now. I'm not talking about going way back, but just right now. Lord, what areas in my life are tarnishing my spirit, my heart? And, and just allow that he's wanting to cleanse and allow him to trust him. And so Isaiah 59 is about sin, confession, and redemption. It says, Surely the arm of the Lord is not too short to save, nor his ear too dull to hear. But your iniquities have separated you from your God. Your sins have hidden his face from you so that he will not hear. And it's what I want you to do is I want you to pray about this. And when you get a sense about what the Lord's putting on your heart, I want you to take one of the balloons that's in your table, just pull one out. I see they've kind of, some of them, the, the air has kind of circulated them around. But if you'll just be diligent and pull it out. Um, and then there's markers on your table. On the top of your balloon, just want you to write whatever that is that's tarnishing. And then you can just hold it up. Nobody will see it. Just hold it up and it'll be up there. Only God sees it. This is between you and God. Okay, so... Um, Let's just take a few minutes here, and you're doing a beautiful job, Anna. Um, and uh, as she's finishing up polishing, I want you all to just just listen to this song and seek the Lord, talk to Him about any area that He's wanting to, to polish in your lives. I can today These scattered ashes That I hid away I lay it all At your feet From the corners Of my deepest shame The empty places Where I've worn your name Show me the love I say I believe Oh, help me to lay it down Oh, Lord, I lay it down Oh, let this be
hands and for Wonderful. Great. Did everybody have a balloon? I see there's some. Everybody got a balloon? Great. Wonderful. Um, yeah, you know, these different things, the pride, the unforgiveness, the rebellion. For me, I mean, I've been dealing with fear just to be real vulnerable with you. You know, this is a stretching for me. This is, this is not comfortable. And uh, so I, that means I'm not trusting the Lord. And, uh, and so the Lord's really stretched me in that. But as we give those to him and we trust him, he works in and through the things that stretch us. And as Anna's been cleaning this up and polishing this, you know, Jesus takes our sin. And he is the pure white son of God. And in his pure righteousness, he takes our sin. And if you hold it up, you see the tarnish. It's transferred from here, and here we have a beautiful, sterling, shiny teapot, a vessel that shines, and Christ is the one who takes the sin. We don't have to carry the shame and the sin, ladies. We give it to him. So thank you so much, Anna. Really appreciate that. Thank you. Um, So... Thank you for doing that. The next thing I want to do is for you uh, to really think about, because God wants us to arise out of the darkness so we can shine his love, his kindness, his truth to those around us. And uh, for the Holy Spirit to work in us, I want you to just ask the Lord, what is God saying to you that he's wanting to do in and through you to shine? may not be comfortable it may not be convenient there may have to there may be things in your life that you might have to lay down or to release or to allow him to work in you but what is God saying to you in your life that he's wanting to do in you and here's the thing he does the work in you 
He does the work through you. That takes the pressure off of us, doesn't it? We can rest in him. What is he calling you to do? What's he saying to your heart that he's wanting you to do in you or through you to shine? You can write one word. You can write a sentence. You can write a paragraph. Whatever On the side of your balloon, you've got lots of room there. Just write that down. I'm going to play one more song for you. Here's my heart, Lord. Here's my heart, Lord. Here's my heart, Lord. Speak what is true. Here's my heart, Lord. have time to write something down wonderful um, you know being humble and allowing the Holy Spirit to convict us of our sins and unrighteousness and repenting makes way for us to be the influential woman God created us to be this is part of 
This is, this is how we get there because every one of you, I know because God has created you this way to be influential, to influence those around you. How are we going to do that? <clears throat> are we allowing the Holy Spirit to cleanse us and make room for God to advance his word in us by obeying him and allowing him to work in our hearts? That's the question. Are we going to submit to his way or are we going to continue in our way? And I know you all love the Lord. I love the Lord. I fall. I stumble. I mess up. But it is the love of Christ that draws me back in. It's the love of Christ. It's not out of guilt and shame we run to him. It's out of the great love he has for us that we run to him. This is how we truly shine. And... Um, it's about how much he loves us. So it's what I would really like to do is to go outside. And what we're going to do is we're going to, we have a song called Arise and Shine. And I want you to take your balloons with you. And um, before we do that, um, Linda has a word to share with us. So Linda, would you come share that? Earlier tonight, um, well, earlier today, I began to pray and ask the Lord to use me in the gifts of the Spirit when at, in this meeting. I usually pray that before we go to church and things like that. And the Lord gave me one word tonight, and I wrestled with it for a while. I was like, what do I do with that, you know? He said, shelter. And I, I thought, okay, somebody in the women's shelter, what's going on there? You know, somebody needs shelter. I think there's someone here who knows someone who is staying in the homeless shelter. And the Lord wants us to gather around you and pray for that person tonight. And if, if someone here has some connection um, with the shelter, then the Lord wants us to reach out somehow. Um, so I'll leave it with you. And, and if, you know, if you're the person, raise your hand. We'll pray. Um, otherwise, you can come talk to me later if there's something going on with that that it resonates in your heart you felt kind of a leap in your spirit that that the holy spirit's saying that was you that's for you something's going on um then come share and and i'll be glad to pray for you later wonderful thank you thank you um okay so let's uh, let's make our way outside and then we'll we'll be done